You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. He is here, Pete Weatherburn, our vet from Bray Vet, Old Connor in Bray, and his website, which is petethevet.com. And he also writes for the local papers, the Daily Telegraph, and he's on TV3. And he's on TV3 this morning, and he's talking about greyhounds. Greyhounds, and saying greyhound wouldn't be a bad pet. People don't keep greyhounds as pets, do they? Well, not traditionally, but you know what? They are great pets. They're really underrated, and it's one of those things that that that's this month is um, April has been called grey greyhound as pets month because trying to get the message out that they really are brilliant pets. The thing about it is that they're they're gentle, sensitive, and affectionate, affectionate animals. They really are, and they they settle very well into nearly all homes. I know people who've had them as single people, living in small houses, um, couples, families in bigger houses, and even retired people who you might think they might be too big for. Um, they're, they're good for all types of homes. And it's, it's just that the public perception of them is very different to reality, and that's what this month is all about, is trying to get over that misperception. Yeah, um, but so what? You can just get a different dog. But... but I think you have to meet... I mean, for me, meeting the two greyhounds that came on to, to TV3 with me on Iron AM, that made a big difference because it just reminded me of what they're like. But they're bred, aren't they, to, to, to be run and part of an industry and people betting them. They go to Shelburne Park or Harles Cross yeah. or somewhere <laughs> and that's basically their function. They're not actually bred to say, oh, I'd love a greyhound for Christmas. They're, they're not bred for that, but they fit into that role really, really well. Um, they... They like sprinting, but that's it. They like to flop down and relax afterwards. So what that means is, when I've had, let's say, a terrier or a collie on 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 the Ireland AM couch beside me, I have to hold on to them quite tightly sometimes because they're jumping up and down and they're wanting to go off and do st- things. But with these two greyhounds, they literally just flopped down beside me and took deep breaths and snoozed. So basically, they are lovable dogs trapped in a greyhound's body. I think you're right. That's a good way of, of, of looking at it. They're, they're very sensitive, like I say. They're the kind of animals that if you accidentally stand on their toe, they'll, they'll yelp a high-pitched squeal of, 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 of you know, um, fright. They're very sensitive. Um, but, but they're very, very loving creatures. Like, they'll just sit there with their head in your lap, just just relaxed and they're, they're very good for your blood pressure so i i, I think the, the 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 common image of them is completely wrong and if you're thinking of if you're looking for a dog i think people should put greyhounds onto the list of possibilities and there's a very good website which which is designed to 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 um bring together the different rescue groups that do rehome greyhounds it's g-r-a-i i-e which is the greyhound rescue association of ireland and they've loads of of dogs that are, are looking for... Homes. OK, but well what happens to greyhounds when they finish racing? That's the complicated bit, you see, because um, there is the the, um, the Irish Greyhound um, Board, they do have a charity, the Retired Greyhounds Trust, and through that charity they do find homes for a number of retired greyhounds. And some people who race greyhounds keep on the, the ex-racing animals as pets in their home. But there's still a massive surplus of unwanted greyhounds, and that's the problem. Um, in some of the dog pounds around the country, there might be one or two hundred do- uh, greyhounds a year brought to the pounds and just put down, because nobody wants them. Um, and so there is a big issue there. Um, something has to happen to greyhounds once they've 
got to the end of their racing career, which is very short, you know, three or four years of age and then they're, they're out. So something has to happen to them. Uh, and that's why there's this, um, this call for people to consider them as pets because there's a big supply and there's a very poor demand at the moment. And they, it's, it's not that we're just trying to, people are trying to fob off unwanted animals that don't fit into people's lives. You know, here, take a greyhound and look after it and do a good turn. It's because they actually do make genuinely good pets and that's the message you want to get out there. All right, okay. By the way, what's your attitude towards circuses? We've got a circus coming to our club. There was protest last year. Uh, I think the reptiles and things like that in, in, on it. Yeah. Uh, and it was very divided yesterday when we were talking about it. Some people said, well, you know, um, I like uh, the animals there and uh, there's killjoys coming along and they're overreacting about it. Uh, the circus, uh, we couldn't contact them, but I would imagine they'd say, look, uh, everybody can see the way we treat our animals. We don't abuse the animals. Uh, it's not in our interest to abuse the animals because they're they're in part of our circus and uh, we uh, have vets check them out and all that sort of stuff. So they look after their welfare, but it's the exploitation I think that some of the protesters were worried about. Yeah, f- for me, I don't I don't have a problem with domesticated animals being used as part of entertainment. You know, um, so. When they have these little Jack Russells they trained and ponies, um, even camels and llamas, animals that have been domesticated over the centuries, I don't see a problem with those being used in circuses. For me, wild animals being used in circuses is wrong. Um, Wild animals are designed to be in the wild. They're not, you know, they they get stressed. However domesticated they may look, um, they're wild creatures and they get stressed by being in captivity. And... Uh, a life on the road is hardly ideal. Um, you know, it's very hard to replicate anything like a natural lifestyle if they're moving from town to town every day in enclosed accommodation. So, you know, I would, I would, for me, I suppose, my attitude would be summed up by what I would do with my own children. And we would never go to circuses wild animals. We're always very happy to go to circuses that include all sorts of human entertainers and indeed little dogs and ponies that are you know, have been trained to, to do certain tricks. Dogs yes. and ponies? I have no problem with that. But domesticated animals. But wild animals, no. That's my view. Right. But, ev- but everything was a wild animal, weren't they? Well, if you go back far enough. But but I think, you know, you can you know what's like, you know, lions, elephants, tigers, these are not, they're just not anywhere near domesticated. And it's wrong to, to, to try to persuade people right. that they are, you know. So sort of. basically, taking them out of their wild environment and putting them into a working environment that is happens to be a circus, that's the part that that's, people object that's, to. That's what I object to. Okay. And it's not that they're being mistreated or anything like no, that. No, But they're being mistreated psychologically, you feel? Uh, yes. The, we have an obligation to let animals fulfil their natural behaviours. And there's no way that wild animals will be able to do that in a captive on-the-road environment, and that's going to cause them stress, and I just think it's wrong. I mean, I, I've, I've seen... There was a time when there were elephants in a circus visiting the Dublin area, I remember, and I went to see them. And, you know, um, <sighs> people on both sides feel very passionate. The, the circus people feel passionately that they're caring for these animals. And, you know, I believe that on an individual basis they may well be doing that, but I just think that the principle is the wrong principle. Um, so that's it, really. All right, okay. <laughs> Thanks very much indeed. Pete Weatherburn, our vet. Uh, Pete's website is petethevet.com and you'll get a recording of our conversation on that site. Thanks very much indeed, Pete. Thank you. Good to see you again.